Welcome to the Infinite Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Laura Hamblett. My goal and intention is to be a catalyst for epic mindset shifts and empower you on your journey to a healthy and abundant mindset, which is the foundation for an abundant life. If you're ready to expand your consciousness, to saturate your brain with all things mindset, manifestation and personal growth, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to my podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. So first of all, apologies. Like I realised it's actually been quite a while since I last posted a podcast. It's not because I've forgotten about it. I was just having a little bit of a mare because I'd recorded a few episodes and sometimes when I listen to them back, I think, oh, I'll just edit that, chop that bit out because I don't quite like how that flows. And before I know it, I've edited it to death and it just doesn't even sound good anymore. So I've realised what works for me is to just freestyle, no edit, don't like even bother and let people just hear me talk. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do today is just kind of ramble on and then just see how that goes. (laughs) So today's episode is all about relationships and particularly breakups. I had um, somebody that follows me on my Instagram page at infinite underscore possibilities um, sort of asking me how to deal with a breakup. She asked me this a few months ago and at the time I gave her some resources and I gave her some advice and some tips and stuff. Um, but something has happened, I think it's about two weeks ago when I originally record, recorded this episode, um, something had happened to sort of jog my memory and make me think actually I'm going to make that into a podcast because... I think there's something that I can offer to people who are going through a breakup like from like an energetic and mindset perspective and um, that might be really helpful so if you've just gone through a breakup obviously you're probably feeling a little bit low a little bit insecure like it has a tendency to just bring out all of our insecurities especially if we see the person that we were dating and we were so into now dating someone else even more so if they are a little bit different to us maybe they look a bit different to us or they've got something that maybe we're a bit insecure about like maybe they're I don't know they've just got something that might we might think is that the reason why and obviously that's rarely what it is it's not that anybody's any better than you or anything like that so I just want to kind of like offer my sort of advice as to why these things kind of happen and then what you can do moving forward so obviously even if this episode is not for you, um, if maybe you know someone that's going through a breakup, maybe just send it over to your mate that needs it. Um, I'm sure there's a message in here for you or somebody that you know. So essentially, like when people are in relationships, obviously there's like a yin yang between people's energy. So obviously when they first come into a relationship, um, not always, because I think some people even struggle in the dating stages to keep their energy composed. They kind of lose their head even in the dating stages. But often when people get into a relationship, they're actually in a really good place. They're feeling quite confident. They're quite grounded in their own energy. Um, and what do I mean by grounded? I just mean that they're not feeling insecure. They're feeling quite confident in themselves. They feel attractive. Um, you know, they've got their own goals and they've got their own friends. And they're just feeling like you know, when that person, that relationship um, shows up in their life, it's an addition to their life rather than being the be all and end all of their life. Um, So I think what happens a lot of times is that 
you know, maybe one person takes their foot off the brake a little bit. It could be like the tiniest thing, but they pull back their energy because they're their attention's focused elsewhere, like over. It could be anything. It could be work. It could be anything. Um, but that attention obviously gets taken off, and before you know it, it's created a bit of a shift in the energy. One person then wants to overcompensate for the the lost energy, so they start to then pursue the other person, and before you know it, you've got this really unbalanced energy where one person is getting the urge to run away because anything you chase runs away, <laughs> and the other person gets the urge to, urge to chase. So. Obviously, you do have some people that are, if you think of like, for example, in psychology, there's a thing called attachment styles. If you haven't heard of it, basically what it means is when you were younger, the way that you sort of witnessed emotions being dealt with or witnessed relationships or whatever, as you were absorbing and becoming, growing into an adult, you obviously picked up a way of dealing with things and you had a certain attachment style which affects your relationship. So... You have, for example, if somebody has a secure attachment style, it means they're very secure and actually relationships for them come quite easily because they don't sort of overreact. They don't sort of have that natural need to want to chase somebody or run away from somebody. It's, it's a bit more calm. And essentially, as long as one partner is securely attached, a relationship can work. Um, what happens a lot, though, is that you do have a lot of people that are securely attached and they're in happy relationships most of the time and that's great. Um, you also get people that are insecurely attached. So for example, you have you have something called anxious attachment, um, which essentially means that that person is more likely to chase the affection that they need because they they're fearing being abandoned. And then you get something called avoidant attachment, which is the fear of intimacy and the, the need to sort of push people away a little bit and you often get people that are anxious and avoidant you know being attracted to each other because it's that cat and mouse game and you you've got one person chasing the other person running away and that's just how energy works anything you chase like if you chase something it's going to want to run away it's not going to pull it closer to you and the best way you can pull something to you is to be grounded in your own energy um, so obviously then you've also got the other one is fearful avoidant um, which is a little mix of both I believe I know that I did the test um, a few months ago to see what mine was um, and I was fearful avoidant and I think that from what I've gathered it's somewhere in between so you have these moments of like kind of wanting to feeling like you're going to be abandoned and you have the moments of really wanting to push people away but it's really good to become self-aware of what yours is because if you are somebody that's not naturally securely attached because of your upbringing, then you can obviously observe that, become self-aware and realise when you're sort of um, being triggered into reacting from your attachment style, if that makes sense. So you can actually make changes and start to notice where you might be sabotaging yourself because of your attachment style. Um, so that can be helpful, like, first and foremost, before I get into, like, my overall tip. Like, this isn't the tip itself, but I just thought to give people a bit of background on that because I know for me personally, I found that quite liberating to, to sort of figure out what my attachment style was. Um, and then I could notice when it was kicking in and when maybe I wasn't thinking rationally and kind of help myself to sort of calm down. So... 
obviously what happens is when you get these energetic breakdowns um, and you get people sort of with their different attachment styles or whatever, people then start to come from a place of lack. So what do I mean by that? Basically, you know, as people start to feel insecure, they're wondering where that attention's gone. Um, they're wondering what that means or you know perhaps the other way maybe if they're a bit of an avoidant attachment style they might start to feel a bit overwhelmed and a bit like getting that urge to push somebody away and not really have a real reason for it but really feel the need to get some space um so obviously what happens is people just start to come from a place of lack a place of insecurity and the more you sort of stay in that energy of being insecure about where the relationships are not only are you manifesting more of that to you, but you're then manifesting the kind of wrong behaviour that's going to keep that happening. So if you're feeling like really super insecure, you're going to act from an insecure place. You're going to manifest results that confirm and prove back to you reasons to be insecure. So first of all, I just want to say, I obviously want to give people like the responsibility of knowing their own attachment style and knowing the energy that they're bringing to the relationship. But I will just say that, you know, people have free will, so don't always feel like, you know, you can't control your partner, if that makes sense. So I don't want you to feel like, you know, if you are doing everything right and you feel like you are grounded in your energy and you've been doing everything right and things have still gone wrong, then maybe it's a blessing in disguise, is what I'm saying. So sometimes it's an energetic breakdown. Other times it could just be that, you know, you're standing in your power, you're grounded in your power, but things aren't working out because actually you're a bit of an energy mismatch and maybe the universe wants to like align you with something that's more for you, even though you might not necessarily want it in the moment, it'll be better for you in the longer run. So obviously my um my sort of reason for jumping on here was to give like um the main tip, which is that my tip is to ground your energy and find your energetic equilibrium. So how do you ground your energy? You ground your energy by pouring energy into you. So all that focus, all that attention, all that sort of obsessive behaviour that you're just focusing onto that partner that just isn't behaving the way you want them to and is making you feel insecure... As soon as you sense that you're being knocked off balance like that, that is the moment you want to pour into you. So instead of, you know, you get that desire to reach out, be a little bit like, come back to me, like kind of vibes, that needy feeling. Instead of doing that, just take a breath, like literally calm yourself down and then pour the energy into you instead. Be like, okay, do you know what? I'm going to take a few days just for me to like reaffirm to myself you know, why I love myself, why I'm worthy of this beautiful relationship. Let me like visualise and imagine like my ideal result, how I want my partner to treat me. Let me just centre back into me though, like take the attention off of them. Because one thing I notice particularly with women is that, um, obviously it's a generalisation, but you know, forgive me. But one thing I have noticed is that women tend to think a lot about how their partner's perceiving them and feel insecure about that. Whereas the, what you really want to do is like tap into your feminine energy and be more focused on um, being grounded in your energy. And then rather than being concerned about what they think about you, you need to be focused on, do I like my partner? Like, do I actually like the way he's treating me? 
is he treating me the way I want to be treated? And I think a lot of like feminine energies or like empaths um, tend to put the focus on the other person because they're not sort of so self-focused. Um, but I would just want to remind you that actually a lot of your power is in that. If you sort of turn the energy back to you and go, hang on, do I like the way I'm being treated? Maybe I deserve better than what I'm being given. So I think it's about shifting the energy back to yourself, taking the other person off the, you know, the high horse or the pedestal or whatever you want to call it, and actually just centering back into your own energy, focusing on things that make you happy. So there's another thing in psychology, I can't think of the name, if there is one, um, but I have read about it before, and it's to do with um, when you come out of a relationship and you feel this sort of rejection and your ego basically wants to prove to you that you're lovable. So it becomes your absolute focus and goal that you have to get this person back. Even if initially you're kind of like initially relieved when you break up let's say but then after a few weeks you start thinking oh god now I really want to get them back but it's more about it's more about proving to yourself that you can um because it's something it's like a psychological thing where when you feel rejected you actually fancy that person more you fancy the person that rejects you even more because you want to prove to yourself that you can get them so just keep that in mind because sometimes that energy and that thinking that's happening beneath the surface is actually swaying your decision making and it's making you make decisions that maybe aren't in your best interest so for example maybe the person you broke up with just isn't the right person for you but you're just in this mindset of like I just want to get them back regardless like I just need to get them back I don't even know why I just need to get them back <laughs> then that's probably coming from a place of that psychological thing about rejection of like I just need to get them back for the sake of proving it to myself so rather than being in that energy you want to be like I'm lovable regardless of what this person thinks about me like I was fine before this person arrived I'll be fine again like the biggest relationship that you've ever got is a relationship that you've got with yourself and that is what people are talking about when they say self-love it's like can you ground yourself in your energy while having a relationship are you able to have a relationship and simultaneously ground your energy so that you can show love for that person but ultimately you show love for yourself you don't have to lose yourself and lose yourself love in order to gain the respect of the other person you don't have to mold all of your behaviors and all of your interests to fit what the other person would ideally like you to be no, instead you ground yourself into your energy. Be exactly who you are, unapologetically. And it's not about, you know, oh, it's not about sort of saying to the other person, like, you don't become this, you know, it's all about me person. It's not about that. It's more about having a calm, strong sense of self. So I think... The main thing that I would say is that when it comes to any relationships and to, you know, male or female, regardless of gender, it's just not attractive at all when people have, like, super desperate energy. Like, it's not sexy to have super desperate energy and to just come across that you need that person more than 
it's almost like you are willing to sacrifice yourself in order to get that person. I think the the sexiest thing you can do is, especially as a female, is be so strong in your sense of dignity that there is, you're never going to give up your dignity just to be with a guy. And it doesn't matter how much you want to be with him, you could love him so much, but at the end of the day, your dignity comes first. And that's just like a super, super attractive thing. And ultimately, it's never going to fail you because either, you know, it's going to attract to you a new partner who respects you, or it's going to attract, you know, they're going to realise they need to up their game to be with you. Um, You know, sometimes people split apart and they end up coming back together after they've done work on themselves um or you'll just realize your own worth and just say you know enough's enough but ultimately you you need to put your dignity first and I think one of the things I would suggest is um cut in contact with the person that you've broken up with so especially if they've broken up with you obviously it does kind of go both ways because I think if you've broke up with somebody you kind of owe them that respect as well to just let them get over it um, rather than keep dipping in and out of their life and keep knocking their energy off balance. But if if somebody's broken up with you, that, that responsibility is on you to make sure they can't do that. So you can't always rely that they're going to respect your boundaries. So you have to insert your boundaries and say, listen, like you've broken up with me, like we're not going to talk now. In fact, you don't even need to explain it, to be honest. I would say definitely go for a long period of time like maybe just set yourself a goal in your mind where you'll be like okay for 60 days I'm not answering any of their texts any of their phone calls like they've broken up with me I'm pouring the energy into myself and it doesn't matter how many weak moments I have I'm not going to contact them because what will happen is if you let them occasionally just come in and just say the odd thing to here and there they're actually um knocking you off balance every single time so every time that they come back into your life your energy is knocked off balance again and you're losing your head and you're going oh god what do I do and you're forgetting all about yourself but the energy is still not you still haven't found that equilibrium that you you need even if you wanted them back you would need to find that equilibrium anyway so it kind of like whether your goal is to get them back, whether your goal is to move on, whether your goal is to find someone new, whatever your goal is, like the same rules apply. The same rules is still like cut the contact, put the energy into you and just allow yourself that time to find that emotional, spiritual equilibrium where they can't keep knocking you off balance because what happens often is when you're dating someone, they bring out all these insecurities in you before you know it you're acting like someone that you don't even recognize like you're acting like someone that isn't even you anymore just because you just feel like such a strong urge to be with that person and like we all have that person we all have that one person that we just absolutely lose our head over um but I think when you start to become conscious of it and realize what's happening like you do have an obligation to like look after you and pull that energy back because like I've said, it's win-win. Like you're either going to look so attractive because you've put yourself first and either that's going to get you a new partner, you know, your ex is going to come crawling back or you're just going to be feeling so good that by the time anyone comes back to you, you're actually like, Do you know what? I feel in a totally different headspace now. And you'll often find that what I was saying earlier about the, the you know, the psychology and the rejection thing, um, you'll often find if you give 
yourself a long enough period without talking to them and you're focused on you for like long enough if it was just that sort of psychological rejection that was making you want them back you'll actually find that you don't want them anymore even though like you know a couple of weeks after the breakup you might be convinced that you so want them back um you'll actually find that you might not even want them back anymore because it that's all it was so you're kind of giving yourself the space to actually see clearly because at the moment you're so overwhelmed with emotions you're feeling so low so insecure um feeling like all you you just want that person's love back but really you need to be giving that love to you so the best thing you can do my number one tip is to as i've said cut the contact regain that like balance and that equilibrium and invest in you so now's the time to be like pick up any old hobbies that you've you know sort of gone to the wayside get into your fitness get into your healthy eating um you know start talking to friends maybe you've lost a bit of contact with like maybe jump on some dating sites just to like have people to text and stuff as well or if not dating sites maybe maybe not dating sites actually because nobody wants their time wasted like that but um, you know, find a find a friend who's happy to like text you all day, like where you would have been texting that person, and kind of support you, or like get yourself into a series that you really like, or something that can just take your mind off it, so that you're not always, you know, thinking about the fact that you're feeling alone essentially, and then, you know, you know, use that time to like invest in you, invest in your mindset, listen to positive podcasts you know, affirm yourself, all the things that made you insecure, like from this person, affirm the opposite to yourself, so feed your subconscious mind with the pos- positive opposite of the insecurities, until you start to really understand that, you know, it was all in your mind, and um, yeah, listen, like read books, read personal development books, obviously, you know, you might want to invest in a mindset coach, something like that, it is a great time to do it, to be honest, because I think when you're at that sort of low point that's the point you really need to lift yourself up and invest in you you need to show the universe like I love myself more than I love this person and it's not that you don't love this person anymore but it's that you love yourself more and you love them you love yourself enough self-respect is self-love so self-respect is in itself an act of self-love self-love isn't just you know going for spa days as much as that is an act of self-love I totally believe it is because personally I feel like you know the love language is like doing something like a spa days like acts of physical touch like it, it is an act of self-love I think so um but there's other ways to show love to yourself and some of them are prettier like that others are a little bit more like tough love um like setting boundaries is a tough love self-love act and I think there are some people like are afraid to set boundaries because they don't want to be too harsh but it's an act of self-love you're literally loving yourself by setting those boundaries and I think that having self-respect for yourself as we were saying before you know maintaining your dignity and maintaining your own life and your own goals and you know being solid in your own energy and knowing when you've disrespected yourself by becoming so off balance and behaving in ways that aren't like you anymore knowing when to pull back and give that love to yourself like that is self-love um so you know when you're always hearing people saying oh you've got to love yourself before someone else can love you 
it's not just about saying I love myself affirmations every single day like it's actually doing the things that prove to yourself and prove to the universe that you mean it you mean business like if someone is you know if the energy is so out of whack you've got the self-respect and the self-love to pull back and be like okay I need to focus on me now and do you know what I mean you need to pull that energy back into you so one other thing I just want to say is that I think when people are fresh out of a breakup they kind of get on this like rampage about needing like to get the hair done and get this done and get the body done and whatever else and while it's really good to like feel empowered and obviously obviously you want to get into that state of mind where you're like going to the gym and you're listening to Beyonce and you're feeling super empowered like why not it's obviously a really great feeling it's really good for you good for your mental health but I think often women are so taught to sort of focus on looks and I think that um it can play on our insecurities if someone breaks up with us obviously I'm sure men must feel it too um, but I can only speak from a woman's perspective and I think that women naturally think that maybe they just maybe it was something to do with how they looked or like maybe their new partner that they see their ex going off with a new partner who maybe has something they don't looks wise and it kind of plays into their insecurity a lot of the time it has nothing to do with looks it's more of an energetic breakdown so I just think it's something to keep in mind that it's not this isn't a time to like beat yourself up or be like oh I'm so ugly like you often hear girls that come in out of relationships and they just say they feel so ugly and it's such a shame but it's a natural feeling because you feel rejected and you feel down you think it's something to do with you but I just want to say this that I just want to reassure you that it's got very little to do with your looks it's going to be more of an energetic breakdown and things just not gelling anymore and obviously while it's great to like do things to boost your own confidence it doesn't mean that um you you don't need to only do it for you if you want to don't do things out of like deep insecurities and make super permanent decisions that you can never take back I personally would work on your mindset first obviously fitness is always a great thing to do like to give you confidence like to eat healthy and have fitness and um, but I think like permanent things like chopping all your hair off or like you know you know the things that us girls do I think um work on your mindset first get yourself into a really great state of mind then if you decide to have a haircut fabulous because you, you're coming from like a high vibe place like you're going to manifest great um results do you see what I mean so I feel like those sort of permanent decisions like get yourself into a good healthy state of mind first just say to yourself listen I can have that done whatever it is that I want done but I'm going to just get myself feeling bit more happy a bit more stable I'm going to get my equilibrium back and then make the, the decision because I think that as I said a lot of girls like f- have that insecurity anyway because of socialization and because of the way the world's set up to make us constantly pick ourselves apart and how we look and actually you know breakups generally that person got with you because they were attracted to you it hasn't got anything to do with your looks as to why they've left it's probably some kind of energetic breakdown sometimes it's as simple as the universe wants better for you and maybe that person's fell out of love with you because actually you know you're ready to go meet the one <laughs> do you know what I mean you're ready to go experience like what you know you might have thought this was like real love maybe there's something better for you that can make you even happier so start entertaining that thought as well like if you're going to entertain any thought 
start entertaining the thought that maybe there's just something better out there for me. Like, every time you get, like, a negative thought creeping in, just bat it away and be like, do you know what, maybe there's something better out there for me. Maybe I'm meant to be even happier. Maybe there's love even deeper than this that I can find. Um, even though it can feel like a lie at first, I would just invite you to keep challenging your mind on it because your mind will, especially when it's in that dark place, it's going to want to keep pulling you back. So, and the last thing I'd say is just obviously take time to work through your emotions. So this isn't about pretending you've got no feelings and blocking it all inside and just moving on and keeping so busy that you suppress your emotions. Like That's not the goal. I would say journal, like journal out how you're feeling and anytime you need to vent, like if you need to go to your room and have a little cry, have a little cry, like it's fine, like nobody's judging you, like talk to your friends if you need to talk to your friends within reason because I think sometimes when people go through breakups they like overwhelm their friends with like that's all they talk about, maybe keep it like Keep it like what sort of 60% other topics at least. <laughs> and then, you know, when you really need to, like obviously have a chat about and get some stuff off your chest. But it's not about constantly venting about it to your friends because, you know, your friends aren't therapists. Like, um, and sometimes I think we put a lot of a lot of stuff on our friends and actually like they want to be there for us, but it's like keep it a nice balance so that you're still having that friendly time you're still talking about other things and having fun and you're still giving to that friendship even though you're sort of going through something um I think it's it's really I know it can be difficult but um sometimes you just want to talk about it all the time because it's on it's at the forefront of your mind all the time um but I think again that's another sign that you probably need to pour a bit more energy into yourself and you know sort of start branching out and doing things on your own if it's if it's the only thing at the forefront of your mind all, all the time so anyways I hope that was helpful I've thrown myself into it and I'm actually going to upload it so we'll see what you guys think Mindset is the game changer when it comes to pursuing any goal. If you've mastered your mindset, you're 90% of the way there already. If you've read all the books but you don't have the results or you've tried all the strategies, I'm willing to bet that's not what's missing. What's missing is the energetics behind what you're trying to do. Your mindset is the real key to success in any endeavour. Whatever your results are currently in any area of your life is a manifestation of where you're at in terms of your mindset. If you feel that those results aren't quite where you want them to be and you're ready to level up your mindset in 2021 and to get better results, then mindset coaching might be for you. Mindset coaching is about you. It's about identifying your blind spots, figuring out where you're sabotaging your own success and course correcting. If you are curious if this is for you, you can head to my Instagram page, which I'll add the link to in the description, which is infinite underscore possibilities. In the bio, there is a link where you can discover more about one-to-one -one coaching with me, whether it's right for you, prices, etc. Also, you have access to so much beautiful free content on my Instagram that I've created to support you and empower you on your journey. I appreciate that not everyone is in a position to get a coach right away, so there's lots of free gems for you to enjoy, including this podcast. I hope today's episode was insightful for you. 
If it was, please do leave a review or take a screenshot, share to your story, tag me at infinite underscore possibilities and let me know what you enjoyed. Not only is it a small token of appreciation for the free content, it's just so appreciated by me as I love feedback. It helps me to know what you enjoy and create better content. I hope you have an amazing day, stay positive and speak soon. Until next time.